When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, Sartre's existentialism is founded upon nothingness in which existence comes about. Now I'll discuss his existentialism in more detail. Philosophy. The Greek philosopher Aristotle said that everyone in the world has a purpose or telos. For instance, a pen has a purpose, which is to be used for writing. It was created by a creator for that purpose. In other words, a pen has an essence to be written with. Plato also put essence before existence, saying that everything in the world is a mere shadows of an ideal form that only exists as ideas. In other words, the dominant view was that essence came before existence. But Sartre argues that if you really think about humans, they have no purpose in life. Humans are not created for a particular purpose. Quote, First of all, man exists turns up, appears on the scene, and only afterwards defines himself. So Sartre rejects both religious and philosophical essentialism by saying that existence precedes essence. We exist and then earn our essence. It's not given to us from birth. Of course, if you look at humans from a biological perspective, we have a purpose to continue our species. If you look from a civilizational perspective, we are supposed to carry the torch of our culture. Or for instance, for Marx, it was to overthrow capitalism to create an egalitarian utopia. But for Sartre, his focus was on an individual level. As a species, yes, we have to continue life. As a class, to create a more just society. But as individuals, we are not created for any specific purpose. An individual's life is meaningless and empty. Instead of this meaninglessness becoming gloomy or becoming despairing, Sartre says this emptiness is an amazing opportunity for us to create our own meaning. In other words, the blank slate allows us to draw our own essence or carve our own statue so that we are proud of. Quote, as far as men go, it's not what they are that interests me, but what they can become. The German philosopher Immanuel Kant and his theory of knowledge made a distinction between phenomena, our experience of the world, and noumena, the world in itself, which we cannot know. In other words, our knowledge of the world is limited to our experience of the phenomenal world. As a result, we cannot know the world in itself. Sartre used the distinction between the phenomena and noumena in a sense to devise his own existential theory. According to Sartre, there is a distinction between an object in itself and an object for itself. What is the distinction? To understand this, let's look at a pen. A pen is an object in itself. It has a purpose because someone created it for a specific purpose. It cannot change its purpose. So a pen is an object in itself. It can only react if someone pushes it on a paper. It cannot write on its own accord. Now, when it comes to humans, Sartre believes we have no creator. In other words, we have no essence. We start from nothingness. 
Most philosophers in history believed in human essence coming first, so essentialism has been the dominant approach in philosophy. Sartre, however, turned it on its head, saying that everything starts with existence, so existentialism was born. This blank slate philosophy allows us to carve our own unique essence. This means we can be like an object for itself, because we are conscious of our existence and we can create our own purpose. Since we are born blank slates, nothingness is our essence, so this gives us the chance to become an object for itself. Of course, Sartre understood that a lot of people do not take the opportunity to become who they want to be. Instead, most people regress to being like objects in themselves. They react to the world. They either believe in God or other moral authority telling them what to do. To free ourselves from this state of existence for others, we ought to become active and take initiative to carve a unique self, which means taking responsibility for our own life and our own actions. Those who rely on the authority of others tend to be reactive to the world and often blame others for their misfortunes. They blame their fate. They consider themselves victim. Sartre instead wanted people to use their nothingness to create their own essence. In his most influential book, Being in Nothingness, Sartre argues that we are born without an essence. In other words, we exist before we become who we are. Since we do not come pre-assembled as who we are, this gives us the freedom to find our essence. As an atheist, Sartre didn't believe in the existence of God or divine creator. He famously said that we are condemned to be free. This freedom allows us to make choices in life, select certain paths for ourselves. But this freedom comes, as Uncle Ben said, with responsibility. Sartre read Martin Heidegger's famous book Being in Time, in which the German philosopher located human authenticity in our awareness of death. In other words, when we are fully awake to the idea of death, we can live authentically. The opposite of authentic life would be escaping from reality of death or lying to ourselves or even trying to distract ourselves from it by focusing on other things or not taking responsibility for our own lives. Sartre has a similar view that our awareness of death can shift our focus from knowing reality to experiencing reality. It makes us choose our actions and expressions. It is through our thoughtful actions we earn our essence of who we are. In other words, we are free in how we act or react to the outside world. And this freedom comes with responsibility once we do take steps in life. As conscious beings, we are aware of what we do. Not only that, we are also self-aware of how we feel and perceive ourselves and others. This self-awareness forces us to judge our own actions carefully. Not only that, it also allows us to judge others. Since we judge others, others judge us. In his famous 1944 play, No Exit, he famously said that hell is other people. In other words, we are constantly judged by others, so we try to present ourselves that is appealing to others. It becomes even worse after our death. We enter a hell in which others judge you without you being able to defend yourself. Sartre was also influenced by the Danish philosopher Soren Kierkegaard, who is considered the first existentialist philosopher. Sartre, however, had a big problem with Kierkegaard because the Danish philosopher believed in God. Sartre was an atheist, so he turned Kierkegaard's good faith, a man's belief in God, on its head and used the negative adjective bad faith as denying your own freedom or relying on divine power to make excuses for yourself. 
by giving power to God or another external entity, an individual is losing their autonomy and power to shape their life. Sartre was also aware that denying God gave humans an immense freedom, which can turn nasty for some, but creates a lot of anxiety for many. Kierkegaard too was aware that our anxiety, for the most part, stems from our freedom to make choices. And we have to live with those choices. Sartre also recognized the anguish this freedom causes. But for Sartre, to lessen the anxiety of our choices, he argued that each choice we make should be judged on its own merits. We should not judge someone by their prior history, but on action in hand. This liberates the individual from their tribal or religious affiliations and past lives and gives the responsibility but most crucially the authority to the individual. Most philosophers prior to him had an essentialist view of the person. Sartre rejected essentialism, a philosophy that gave us humans essence we have no control over. From an essentialist perspective, if someone makes a mistake, the entire person is tainted. But Sartre takes a more empirical approach in which he judges each action in isolation rather than the entirety of the person in question. In other words, Sartre's existentialism liberates the individual from their social, historical or religious ties and even their past history. Sartre also uses a content moral imperative to tell the individual to act in a way that if everyone acted in that same way, it would not create chaos. In other words, whatever you do, you should be able to accept everyone else on the planet to be able to do the same thing. So Sartre believed in a moral universalism. You should treat others in a way you want to be treated by others. However, despite his individualistic philosophy of existentialism, Sartre always sided with the group ideology of Marxism and also considered culture as an important cornerstone of a person's development. His philosophy of existentialism that we can shape our own destiny can be traced back to Hegel and Marx. For both Marx and Hegel, we are the product of history and we can also affect history. Marx famously said that it's our job to change history. Sartre has the same belief that we are capable of changing history and society. He believed in an egalitarian world in which the poor were able to participate in the social and political sphere as the rich had done for centuries. Despite calling himself an anarchist, his political and philosophical views often contradicted each other. On the one hand, he gave the individual the freedom to carve something of themselves and take responsibility, but on the other hand, he was active in social protests and defended the Soviets, which curtailed individual freedom in the Soviet Union. He recognized the power of the media and the elite in shaping people's opinions, so in reality, not everyone was free to carve an essence of themselves. So he struggled between class identity and individual identity throughout his life. As a member of a bourgeois class and later an influential public figure, he enjoyed far more autonomy than the average French person did. Of course, Sartre's political involvement can be separated from his philosophy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. 
Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.